up? It's the White House Podcast. Your boy, Dane. What's going on, y'all? It's Haywood in the building. What's going down? It's your boy, Reese. What's up, y'all? It's Jeremy. Yeah, back, man. Episode 45. How they doing, man? Everybody feeling good? Yeah, man. Bouncing. <laughs> <laughs> I see you, Chad. I'm going to start with you, man. I'm Theo, man, with your, with your pull-up, with your uh, robotic pull-ups. Oh, no, man. I'm just trying to get discovered. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> do it. You keep doing that, you're going to get discovered. They're going to look on there. They're going to see you. You know what I'm saying? Superman's actually black. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. I saw you on that, man. Good shit. That's good shit. How everything else been going? Yeah, I told you. I can't complain, bro. I can't complain, man. Like, I got a lot of shit I've been working on, man. And I'm just had it, had it. Corona, man, is a gift and a curse, but I found all the blessings within it, man. Like, if Corona wasn't here, man, I swear, dude, we starting up a business tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? So, like, right now, I just gotta get paperwork and shit done. You know what I'm saying? Because it's been it's, it's been something that I always wanted to work on for a very long time. And uh, Awood had asked us. Awood don't even remember, though. I bet he don't remember. He asked us, like, what do you guys, like, what are y'all plans? You know what I'm saying? Like, we started with you. You know what I'm saying? And then um, one of the things you're trying to do, be a financial leader, and then, you know, you're working on the book. And you asked me, like, trying to open up a mental place. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to, like, I'm not bullshitting. Jeremy, you wasn't here yet. But um, I want to, I want to be, like, one of the faces for African-American mental health. You feel me? So I feel like the best thing to do is try to open up a wellness camp, man, and just grow from there. So That's what's up. Manifest it. I know you can do it. You're working hard. I see you out there. Yeah, Jeremy, how you doing, bro? Man, I'm doing good, man. Just what, working. Just working. Trying to make some moves. Personal life. So, uh, yeah, everything's going all right, man. Thursday, that 8 to 5, fool. That 8 to 5 sucks because that's not like, because Andrea, she started working again. And it's no, no, no leeway, bro. She from, from 7 to 5. It don't stop. She get a little breaks here and there, but. It's crazy, man, what we got to do from the house. <laughs> yeah, some rat race stuff, rat race stuff. How about you, Hey Wood? Uh, shit, I'm real good, man. I'm out. I just, uh, I just fixed a bike. I just fixed a bike. I'm getting into biking and shit. And, uh, I, took- I bought a, I bought a bike. I bought a bike. I got a bike given to me. And the tires was bad. So, like, I changed the tires and just the brakes and, and shit with my hands, and that shit was very rewarding. You know what I'm saying? To, to do something, uh, do some manual labor with your hands. I'm a firm believer. It makes me like I need to. Hey, were you about to be out there like DJ Envy with the biker shorts on? Yes, bro. Because over here, <laughs> hey, when in Rome, man, like you, you go to my apartments on the bottom floor. I didn't even know under the stairs. You know how it be? I didn't even know that was for bikes. It's full of bikes because right here over here, it's a trail over here, and it be full of people. So. You know, it's just another a thing to do to bond with my kid, you know what I'm saying? And it's a good little exercise. It'd be easy to do with our cardio, man. Think about it, you know what I'm saying? Man. So, it's dope, man. So, did that. Sipping on this uh, Mc, uh, McBride Sisters, you know what I'm saying? I got a little red blend. It's black on, you know what I'm saying? Hey. McBride no. Sisters. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry to cut you off. You know whose company that is? No. Megan's, uh, Megan's dad used to date her. Date the lady that owns that company. Uh, used to. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Used to. Where they at, Jeremy? What's up? Where they located? In Cali? That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. I grew up. 
I'd have knocked up. My world, man. I mean, I thought they're they, they pretty young. They ain't old. They look at their 40s, maybe? 30s? 40s? Like about 50, 50 something. Oh, okay. Did you say 30? Good for that age. Megan Daddy might be a player. You said 30 for Megan Daddy? What? Well, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy 30. How the hell? Why is that possible, Chris? What you eat today? I heard you talking about something before we got on this thing. What you eat? That wine. I'm feeling good, though. I'm feeling good. I'm done with my, uh, my real estate shit. Got one more test. And then it'll be starting pretty soon. So, yeah. I got some people who are already lined up. I'm doing the show right now. So, yeah, Dope, 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 dope. Well, y'all know I had the y'all know I had the appendectomy and had to have my appendix taken out this past weekend. So that was pretty fun. I, uh, you man, never, I, you ain't never said nothing about your. No, nah, it just came out of the blue, man. It was like Friday night, Saturday morning. I, I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, man, something don't feel right. This don't feel normal. On my right side, and I was like. I got up Saturday and was moving around and just felt it all throughout the day. And I remember Greg telling me about uh, getting uh, his appendix taken out. So I was like, let me hit him up, man, and see if this is the same thing. He was like, yeah, bro, you might want to just go in and get it checked out. He said, I'm not trying to put nothing on you, but it sounds like sounds similar, you know, to what I had. And it kind of went away for a second. And that night went to bed again. I had a hard time going to sleep. I got up that morning. I told Trace, I just got to. Let's go to the ER. Let's see what's up. And went in there, did the uh, the scan and everything. They were like, yeah, we got to take it out. So went in that morning, 7 o'clock. I didn't leave there till 7 o'clock that night. Yeah. And came out with a appendix gone and three holes in my stomach. So <laughs> That's crazy, man. Yeah, man. Well, try to take anyway, that say, though, whenever you go under the knife, man, it's always a... Yeah, always man. A, uh, thread, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Went un- went under and and woke up and uh, I had staples in me and stuff. So I was like, yeah, no. I wasn't trying to say nothing until you was done. Well, I yeah. lied. And like, shit, I was like, hey man, um, what you done? All right, brother. You know, surgery's a scary thing. Like, they even talk yeah. about that shit. you don't want to talk about that going into it, bro. Like, nah. Yeah, yeah it was literally <laughs> darkness and waking up and everything done. I'm yeah. feeling better though. My voice kind of raspy. I had that tube down my throat. Tracy, she messed with me. She was like, yeah, that's Cap. You went in there and got lipo. <laughs> <laughs> Came out of your stomach smaller and shit. She was like, you went in there, let them suck out some shit because it looked different. Tracy, <laughs> like, <laughs> you got three holes in your stomach, huh? Okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> nah, it's, it'll go away, though. They look like marks, though. But I mean, you yeah, like man, if you ever, about <laughs> if y'all hey, if y'all ever have a problem on y'all right side, man, don't ignore it. Go ch- check it out. See what's going on. You never know. You got problems on your any side, you better go. Y'all better stop yeah. having that pride, man. Get your ass up in there before you be walking around with a sack on your side or some crazy shit. Yeah, because if it would have ruptured, it would have been a lot worse. So it came out of I came out of that good. Came out of that good. Let's get into it, man. Hey, what, are you good for the tip of the week this week, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to pass it on, man. Give yeah, it to man, so, today's tip of the week is talking about, you know, in our journey to greatness, um, it's, uh, it's really uh, going to be a byproduct of us uh, being consistent and getting a high amount of repetition. So there's a book called Art and Fear, and it speaks about um, a professor 
professor who was a pottery class. I want to say, yeah, pottery class. Um, and and in the beginning of the class, and that's ironic because today's the first day of school for a lot of kids. Um, on the first day of school, he broke his uh, class up into two groups and, and said that one group will be graded based on creating the best piece by the end of the year, one piece. And the remaining, uh, the other half of the class will be graded based on weight and the amount of the quantity of pottery created. 50 pounds would be an A, 40 pounds would be a B. Um, and, I, and, and so at the end of the year, um, the difference between the two groups was 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 uh, stunning, and the group, the the, the half of the class that decided to uh, do the quantity produced a much better result of artwork, and that is because they had uh, the continuous repetition, they had the continuous feedback and trial and error, as opposed to. The other group who was sitting there always trying to be perfect, trying to sit and think, brainstorm, theorize what is good. And I would bet you in the whole semester, I bet you they probably didn't even get start working until two to three months in. As opposed to the other group, they had to continually work throughout the remainder of the period. So it just goes to show you that the quality is, is better than quantity, but the quality comes from quantity. And when you can get a, qu a quantity amount of work and you can get feedback on that quantity, feedback to know whether you're winning or losing, feedback to know whether you're going in the right direction is going to help you get a lot farther. A lot of people um, have great ideas. A lot of people know what they should do. They've been thinking about an idea for a very, very long time. and um, it's, it's just really um, an idea that they really need to get started. When I started with my video company, I knew I wasn't really good. And I told myself the first year in 2007, I'm going to shoot 100 videos, paid or unpaid. I didn't make it, but I did like 87 videos. So I had to create vlogs. If I know in the beginning, I used to vlog a lot. I used to create my own little videos. That's because I didn't have no clients. And I wasn't good enough to demand nothing. So I would research tutorials and I would try out the tutorials and then post it. And at the time, that would be the best I could do. I, the irony is I would get clients that way. And then by the time that I got my first $10,000 job, I had plenty of repetitions to where I did not fuck up. And actually, I still fucked it up. <laughs> um, I still made mistakes, but I couldn't imagine if I didn't get those reps. Reese, you remember when I, I told you that I interviewed Jim Jones yeah. in, in, the, in the thing? I totally fucked up his audio. That shit was too fucking loud. It was, oh my God, I was killing myself for that. But anyway, uh, get your reps in. Get something that you can get consistent feedback um, instead of worrying about it being perfect. It's going to suck in the beginning anyway. So go ahead and, 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 and go for the quantity of work. You're trying to do a podcast, do 100 episodes. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to do something, get a hundred customers. That's your first thing is just get a get a hundred. Whatever you try to do first, and then the quantity will come later. Yeah, I definitely love that, man. That's how it goes back to that, you know, don't be afraid to fail. Just get out there and try something, do it. I know that's a that's a big thing for us, man, in our community. I think if we can actually step out there and not have that spirit of fear, we'll be all right, man. So I, I applaud you on that, bro. I've seen the growth. Watch the growth. 
<clears throat> everything that you had going on all the way up to this point right now with hashtags and halos. I know that's doing well too, right. man. So I applaud everything that you've been doing out there, brother. Keep pushing. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Anybody else got anything to add, Chad? Of course, man. Chris know I rock with all his damn products, man. I I still remember going to your little shim deal you had when you was cooking, bro. Oh yeah. Like it was like that was the that was the humble beginnings, you know what I'm saying? So it's like you just I don't care what you do, man. Like you just gotta fail. You just gotta fail, bro. Like when you think back to when you was in elementary, you know what I'm saying? And they had the smartest kids in the school, they never failed. They were smart all the way through, smart all the way through middle school, high school, and they was voted most likely likely to succeed. And as soon as something happened in their life, like I, I knew this girl, man, perfect girl, perfect. Ended up getting pregnant, life took a turn. You know what I'm saying? Like she never, I mean, and, and to say that with having a baby, that's, that's a big change in your life. But outside of that, any type of change in a person's life that they're not used to, bro, it, it's a monkey wrench in your plan, man. Like, cause it's perfection. To them, it's perfection. If I always get A's and then I finally get a B, I'm not perfect. You see what I'm saying? So like, that's how that's how a lot of people see things. It sucks. You know, we gotta we gotta fail at least one time. Absolutely, Jeremy. I agree with that message. Repetition is everything. I mean, I mean that that goes across all aspects of life. So yeah, I, I definitely agree with that message. You know, reason based on what you were saying, it's something I I, I was listening to the other day, and they said. You know, a lot of people are caught up in, um, they're not sure what to do with their next move and with COVID and stuff that's going on. And they said, they said that the, um, the purpose of education is to show people how the world is and then ask them how they can contribute to, to that world. And it makes so much sense how I can have so many stops because I feel like I've always had something to give but I didn't have an accurate view of how the world was because of the miseducation that I had. Once you understand and you become conscious of certain things, then you know where you want to put your talents. You know, based on how the world works, reason that you want to go into mental health. And once you came certain conscious about certain things, you're like, man, I want to get in this financial thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. But that's based on the, on the truth of understanding how this world works. So back when I was in high school, shit, I wanted to be a, a producer because I saw Diddy. And I saw uh, Tim Lynn and all these dudes making money. Mm-hmm. That was my limited. I thought that's how the world works. You know what I'm saying? I was. I told y'all in the chat. I was the black dude. I was the five nine dude. Thought I was going to, to the NBA. Yeah. Because that's how I thought the world worked. That's the only way. And, and it's the same thing. I just thought that's how I was going to be successful. So <clears throat> it's important for us to give our children an accurate view of the world, so they can accurately choose what they can contribute to it. Yeah, and the funny thing about it, and I think a uh, bigger thing that a big thing that we're missing too in the conversation is even if you try something and you fail at it, like what's the worst that can happen? The world's still gonna be spinning. You wake up tomorrow and you just do the next thing or or keep trying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of times it depends on how big that fail is. Yeah, that too. That too. But a lot of times, a lot of times people you go back to your job. You know what I'm saying? Or meaning you still have your job because I don't recommend people quit their job. Correct. So a lot of times you you're starting to five to nine anyway. You're starting to five to nine. What you scared about? You still got your paycheck. Right. Yep. So. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. Well, let's get into it, man. Let's get into these trending topics. I want to start off though by giving a shout out to 
Austin Justice Coalition, man, looks like we got a big win in Austin with $150 million being reallocated uh, to other programs and projects within Austin from the uh, APD. I don't know exactly where the funding is going, but that's just a true testament to the fact that, hey, the protesting does work. You get out there, you put your voice out there, somebody's listening, so. Yeah, I got some of the numbers pulled up here. Um, and 20, 17 million cut from the 911 call center, y'all. 17 million? 17 million. They gonna cut staff? They gonna cut caller call callers? I don't know. You know, seventeen million sounds like a fucking lot. Uh, you know, uh, let's see, twelve million from forensic sciences support services, fourteen million. Um, I don't know what. I'm guessing this is all within the police. Um, community partnerships, two point five million. Victim services, three point one. Internal affairs, four point five million. And what people gotta understand, y'all. When somebody like when somebody gets killed by the police, and they it's a settlement. Y'all know where that settlement money comes from? That settlement money comes from tax dollars from us. You know what I'm saying? So when my boy in Austin, the APD, um, when my boy uh, Corey brother Kevin Brown got shot by APD in the back in 2007, and they got a million dollars. Where you think a million dollars came from? It didn't come from the APD. It came from tax money. You know what I'm saying? In the city budget. So. You know what we what the, you know what the defund is talking about is if 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 these police is is on this fuck shit anyway, they're paying money anyway. They're paying money at in terms of uh we call it settlements and things of that nature. Watch Breonna Taylor people get a lot of money. Nobody ain't gonna go to jail, but somebody gonna get paid. All these situations they all get paid. Um, but there's many people on my timeline, unfortunately, and that's cool because I'm about to unfriend them talking about Austin is now going to be unsafe. We know straight from the horse's mouth that a lot of these calls, majority of police calls are in response to something that's happened after the fact. Right. <clears throat> after the crime has already happened, ain't really nothing you could do. You know what I'm saying? And so I think this is a great thing. I'm very happy. I wish it could be more, you know, so, yeah. I wish I thought Chad. Well, I was just listening to where uh, Chris was saying all the money was coming from. Like, they're taking money from internal affairs and shit. And internal affairs need the money to investigate these crooked-ass cops. You know what I'm saying? So, like... <clears throat> so, so let me read it this, Chad. You tell me. It says 49 out of the 150 million from police, right? It says 49 million is diverted to other programs. Ooh. 21 is allocate, reallocated immediately. And 80 million is reallocated later. So it's not all right now, uh, but it looks like immediately will be 21 million. That don't sound like that good. But it says that's roughly 34% of the 434 million budget. Woo. So they took it away and they allocated it where? Is it gonna go back into some other type of police funding? No, 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 no. This is this is going to social social programs. I'm keep 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 responding. I'm, I'm gonna tell you exactly where to go. I'm, I'm gonna keep reading. See if I can pull it up. Okay, 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 cool. Because like that's that's what I was, that's what we talked about before. Like I think a lot of people just didn't understand what it meant to defund the police. Like some people were thinking they were talking about hey taking away everything from police officers. We don't. They won't get paid nothing. That's not what it's about. The thing is that they're getting way too much money, and we don't even know where it's going. Like like I told y'all, they they had like. $170,000 tied up in fucking Cheetos, vending machines and shit like that, food. Like, man, come on, bro. Like, we need bullshit like that, man. 
don't need, but I need, I need to tie that money up in some damn training. That's what yeah. you need. <laughs> training. Yeah. Hey, well, you said that it was 81 million that they're waiting to reallocate at a later date. So I guess maybe they ain't gonna just immediately pull the bread like immediately. So I guess, oh, no, they ain't gonna do uh, that. You know what I'm saying? So I, that's, I'm guessing. But that's, that, man, that's crazy. If you're, if you're able to do something like that, I mean, that's, that's definitely being overfunded. That's, a, that's wild, man. $150 for 150 million. Yeah, that's definitely a lot. Only one that gives me uh, concern is the forensic side of it, stuff like that, because, of course, you know, with rape kits, things of that nature and stuff like that, I don't want people to be running into issues when it, when it comes to that. Or even better yet, you know, somebody getting falsely accused of a crime that they didn't commit, and they're saying that we don't have the funding in forensics to actually do a thorough investigation. That's the first place. That's first thing that comes to mind when I hear something like that. And, and that's what I was saying, Dame. That's that's what I was trying to imply to Chris. Like they taking the funding away from the things that they actually need. Like they should have took funding away from, I mean, shit, how many police cars y'all need out there? You know what I'm saying? Like that shit, I like. I don't know. I mean, I don't know, bro. I mean, we we would have to see for, for 911 to be at the top and it, it's substantially <clears throat> more damn near than everything. Um, it's 911 taking that away is not necessarily taking no resources away from police officers. That's a division of the police. Yeah, that dispatchers and stuff like that. That's, that's not taking away no guns. That's not they taking away no cans. So, I mean, what the fuck the police could be doing? I mean, they, yeah. man, I took our 911 callers. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, they, they, don't say, they don't say nothing about their equipment or their cars going down. Like, so I think that's a win. And that kind of maybe shows you, like Jeremy <clears> was saying. 17 forensic bro forensics i can't speak on what i don't know the the, the thing that kind of alarmed me was social so support services is that support services for police you know what i'm saying and the people on my timeline complaining they like austin has become an unsafe place how Austin's become an unsafe place i'm like nigga first of all how and most of the time when you talking about crime you talking about crime because of homeless people if you divert resources to homeless people they will cut crime yeah, because then the people who who have lack, you know what I'm saying, and they hungry, and they gonna want to do something so they can even survive. If you get some better programs, I mm -hmm. had homeless people at my high school who had to wait six months for for housing. Some of these places, uh, release. Really, you know what I'm saying? When you need temporary housing, and they get kicked out, and they they can't get no spot. Yeah, go down a regular. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see, man. I think it's a, I mean, it's a good first step, and it's, a, I guess, it'll be a litmus test. I, I'm sure Austin was always going to be one of the first ones because it's a liberal um, city, for the, uh, quote unquote, for the most part. So in, in regards to Texas, any, if anyone is going to be defunded, it'll probably be Austin first. But you no, know, I definitely want to shout out Austin Justice Coalition for their efforts with that and stuff like that. And I'm just like you, Haywood, I got to ignore some of these people on here that throw out ignorant comments and don't even have anything to support it. So, Yes. Welcome. The leader. I ain't got to worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> I come delete them. You don't need them. <laughs> exactly. Stress, stress, bro. Let's keep it moving, man. So first day of school started back up, man. I know we all got little ones except for Jeremy. How everybody feeling about the first day of Jeremy school? Got, we ain't got a dog. <laughs> <laughs> he, he actually do got his dog in school. Oh. Now that I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> But no, nah, well, hey, well, I, I think you and I, because uh, Chandler's not in kindergarten yet. He's in pre-K, right? Yeah, he's pre-K. He's a little behind at the house. He ain't going nowhere. 
Hey, hey, well, has your daughter started school yet? I can't um, remember. She, 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 she hasn't. She's starting the 24th. So char- this charter school is a little bit, they pushing it back a little bit. So, I mean, that's cool with me. We went to see the teachers today. I know several people who started, my, my nephew started today and uh, and things like that. So, I mean, it's been stressful for a lot of parents I see on Black Austin. They're like, man, I need a drink because a little kid need help to always be in front of the computer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And third, uh, I think up to like third grade is doing yeah. 7.30 to 2 in front of the computer, y'all. That's crazy. Yeah. That ain't straight, but for the most part, you know, like, that's tough for a little kid to do, man. That's tough. That'll be tough for me. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So, uh, God bless the teachers, man, having to figure this out, and then the, the babies just now starting school. Um, and, and the parents, they stressed on it. They, they, they definitely stressed. They're like, man, I can't wait. And I think what's going to happen is these kids, these parents are going to fuck it. I'm seeing my kid back. Eventually. Yeah. That sucks, man. Oh, dang. But, like, that that sucks, right? Because they're not they're not learning their lesson from this shit, from the, from the disease itself. Yeah, it's, it sucks, man. These kids got to do this homeschooling like how they're doing. But at the same time, if these parents, if they're at home with their kids, it will make them more involved with their kids and their studies. You know what I'm saying? Now they can see why their kids are acting up in class. Now they can see why they don't understand. They don't get it. They're not getting enough help. Mom, dad, y'all at the house, y'all not helping me. So it sucks to say, it sucks to say that these parents are stressed and they gotta go get drinks and shit like that when y'all should already be fucking with your kids like that anyway. I should be a part of their lives in their studies. Cause that's what I've been, I've been stressing that right now. And Andrea can tell you, bro, like my wife is a teacher. Trust me, I wouldn't be saying this had I not been talking to a teacher. Teachers don't like what's going on right now. They want to be back in the classroom, but they know they can't. They know they can't. And now it's going to uh, become a more of a struggle because these kids, they don't, they don't focus as is. And now they got to sit in front of a, a computer for what, six, seven hours a day, you know? So they're going to need that, that, that parental, um, they need, they need their parents, period. They need them over them ages to see what's going on in their lives. So it sucks, yes, that they got to do school like this. And then on the other end, like, hey, it's going to get these parents more involved. It's going to make them take the responsibilities for their kids. So I know a lot of people are probably going to be out there talking down on me right now, but I don't care. Take care of your goddamn kids. Yeah, I can I can kind of see both sides of it because I, I agree you have to be 100% engaged in what your kids are doing, especially at this time right now. But then I also see the stress factor too. Um, I think our approach, because Mason, he started school today um, for, for Pflugerville. And we tried to make it look like a classroom setting as much as possible. Like we bought the desk, we decorated the wall, you know, we got the whiteboard up, you know what I'm saying? We, we're trying to do everything to try to create some normalcy around what you actually see in the classroom. And I think that helps out. Um, Mason's day is usually like from 9.30 to 2.30 with the kindergarten class. So it's a little bit shorter. And he's in the room with Tracy and I, we got a spare room that we use kind of like a makeshift office. So, you know, our desk is in here when we at work, we can kind of monitor what he's doing. And if he's like losing his focus, we could kind of get him geared back, get him back to focus and stuff like that. But it was sad because we were going through like the uh, the specials and meeting the teachers and stuff like that throughout the school. And just wanting him to be in that environment, to be like in the art class, to be in PE, to be around all the kids. is just something that you know that they missing right now at this point right now. So. I definitely want him to be back in the school, but at the same time, it's gotta, we got to be safe. I can tell you right now, after three weeks, we're still not going back to that school. 
We're gonna be right here in his house at that desk, you know what I'm saying, doing the virtual learning, man. They gave y'all three weeks before they let them go back? It's three weeks virtual learning, and then you can choose whether you wanna come in to the school or, you know, stay virtual learning. But we were meeting some of the kids and stuff like that, man. And um, they were asking them what they've been doing this summer. And some of these kids was like, I just got back from Colorado. And I just got one of them said, I just got back from Florida. I, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we stand at the house. <laughs> I can't run. I was out there in them streets too. I can't even bullshit out. I, I was going for like 14 days. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they coming back from the epicenter and stuff. I'm like, nah, I think I'm, I'm I think we're gonna chill for a little bit too. Yeah, you know, do you know how much uh how many people actually got that actually actually gonna come in after the thing? I'll be wanting to know like how many people gonna opt out, how many people gonna opt in. I'll be wondering. It's gonna be a lot, Chris, because just because what you said, man, you said they're stressing over there, bro. Like I'll give y'all an example up here. Like these soldiers will be off, they'll be off work, you know, they get their four days. And they still take their kids to daycare. They they just will not keep them at the house, bro. So like, you mean t- once them schools are open up to where they can get them kids back out there, man? Please, the parents gonna have them kids back in the school so they can get they get their sugar daddies and their mistresses run up in them houses. That's what they mad for. That's what they stress because they can't they can't get with them people. They <laughs> can't get their rocks. They ain't got nothing to do with them kids to school. They can't get that. You know what I'm saying? The next door neighbor, next door neighbor can't come over no more. <laughs> Now, I, I just think it's unfortunate, though, because, I mean, if you have parents that are essential workers and they want to be they want their kids to be safe and they don't want them to go to school. What, what do you do? What, what do you do? Are you you're forced for your kids to, to go go to school, unfortunately? Yeah, it's just, bad, it, man. It, it, it just sucks, man. It sucks all the way around because it's, it's parents right now. Who like, I got to go to work right now. And, and I yeah. know it was like I had to be there in front of him with the computer. My, my nephew like a in second grade, he ain't even a baby. He ain't even a kindergarten. He in second grade, and he still needed help. Right. You know, and everybody don't do no tech job where you can email people for the. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just not how some people do it. I don't know what those people are doing. Besides well, crazy, taking their um, monitor their home and trying to do it there. Well, the crazy thing is, like we could have we could have addressed this a long time ago if we just got serious about the ramifications of what this virus is really doing and stuff like that in the summertime. We don't have school, you know, like shut everything down, make sure that you got at least the first wave covered. That way you can go back in and start school back up and start all the programs and stuff like that. Because, I mean, what, we on our, what, 14th, 15th straight day of a thousand deaths and stuff like that due to COVID? Yeah, that's shit. I I just heard that yesterday, Dame. That's crazy. I just heard that. It's going to be 300 by the end of the year, bro. Yeah, that's what they're saying. They're saying it's 300,000. I, I think it was by things, uh, not by the election. It's supposed to be 300,000 people yeah, dead by, by the election. By the election. Yeah. Well, watch Trump do this, man. Like, I didn't want to say that man's name this show, even though I know we can be, be talking about, but why he do this? Because, like, everybody out there that, that loved that guy. It was his, it's, it's, it's his fault. He cut all, he cut the program, bro. He got a, he, come on, man. I just watched a video with Obama talking about them how they planned this shit out and we put in parameters because of what was it? What, what was the what was the incident? Ebola. 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 Because Ebola hit. So it's like we're gonna be ready next time shit like this happens. And then next thing you know, Trump coming in, dismantle that shit. You feel me? Nah, like, it was it was H1N1. He messed up with H1N1 and then he put all that stuff in place for Ebola. What does mess up even mean? 
20, 30 people, 100 people. I mean, what are we talking about? I mean, uh, at the end of the day, that blood is on his hands. A lot of people don't think of it that way. You don't think of it that way. We, we, Trump would be on Twitter right now bashing Hillary Clinton for the 500 people who died from COVID. If yeah, she he, bashed, he bashed Obama about two people died. The 500 yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? The 500 people who died from COVID, he he would have been like, she got to get out of here. From 500 people, and uh, it's how does it even look, y'all? You know, the rest of this year, I don't even know how it just goes down, y'all. Because once you affect people, those people keep affecting people. But they had a they had a report today. It's like 2,000, I think, right at 2,000 people um, have had to self quarantine because of starting back school too soon. It's coming already. Right. So, like, serious question, like, how, how, okay, how many people you think are, are like getting it daily? A day, daily, or, we, or weekly, or something like that? Like, what? Well, check it out. Oh, daily, I bet you it's probably ten times of what they're reporting. It, oh, it yeah. depends, right? It depends because, like, man, we really don't know how this shit is spread, right? So, imagine if it was spread by everything we think is spread by airborne, you know, by touch. Did y'all see those kids in Georgia in the hallway, bro, where some of them had masks on, some of them didn't? Right then and there, right then and there. If it's spread how we think it is, if a person can talk and each man, that right there is like 50, 60 people infected right there. And they got to you know that. That's remote now. Dude. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. That school is remote now. Yeah, because they had a hundred, they had a hundred, uh, um, they had a hundred cases. From that school, and did y'all hear about the teachers in New Jersey, bro? Nah, man, a hundred teachers said, "After that, bro, we not working, we not working," and they end up going a hundred percent online. Don't blame them. Well, they got teachers going in that has COVID. They got they got teachers that know that they're positive for COVID going into these schools. They just go up there. I'll just go to you know what I have called. I'll just go to work. I'll be like, hey, I got COVID. Yeah, I got it. Y'all want me to but, work, right? But, want me to but, work. How did, but how does it go from? A hundred, a hundred people, a thousand. You said a thousand people a day. How does it go from a thousand people a day to 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 ten? More testing. Like that's a serious question. Like that's when I feel safe. That's when people will feel safe going to a a football game or something. Like, how does that even happen? Like, I'm really don't. I really don't know. So you literally. So like, if you do what they. So they say it's fourteen days, right? If we if we if they say it's fourteen days and you get tested and you're negative, then we should be good. So. What they should do, and what's probably going to happen, man, it's probably going to happen. They should just shut this bitch down for like 21 days straight. Shut it down for 21 days, everything. Shut it down. That's all, that's all thing you can do. Like, I mean, there's no, there's nothing that we can do, bro. Like, that's going to end up happening. Because like, Chris, Chris, you can go outside on day 13. You know what I'm saying? And you ain't even know you had it. And a person that's, that's next to you didn't have that shit, gave it to you. Y'all don't even know. So you're saying after 14, 21 days, the people who had it, they got over it already. So they can't spread it. What you so, saying? After, so after 14 days, that's when they say it's over. That's when they say that's when they say if that you didn't need to go to the hospital, then so, you would be exactly. So 21 days to a month, bro. Then you, like, gotta do, then you gotta do a month then because if you don't know when they two weeks started. But I feel you. I feel you. Do, do the issue is the, the testing is faulty though. I mean, look at the wasn't it the governor of Ohio? He tested positive, then backdoored it and tested negative twice right after that. I just I just got tested twice when I did before I did my surgery. It came both of them came back negative. That's that's, that's what's crazy. My, the thing is, I don't understand is how how you can mandate a mask in school, but you can mandate a dress code. That's yeah. what I don't understand. That makes no sense to me. 
Yeah, people are talking about it's my right. You put on that seatbelt every day, and I bet you won't go uh, riding around without no damn seatbelt. Watch what them cops do to you. You know why? Because they crazy. They know it don't work, bro. Like, think about what I'm saying, man. Like, damn, you you said this before. I I don't even want to say it on air, but I'll speak on it. Speak on it. But I say it because like, can't trust these motherfuckers, bro. Can't trust them. You cannot trust them, man. Like. If this if this shit is as serious as they say it is, bro, it's like there's no way that the president of the United States is not wearing a mask every time you see him. I'm talking about every single time. But that motherfucker wake up in the morning, get up out of bed, he putting his mask on. He walk in, I'm telling you. Yeah, but he, he, got, he got the luxury of having people getting tested around him. All the time. Yeah, Chad, he, he's highly insulated, Chad. Like everybody around him, they get multiple tests a day. Like there, there's like, there's no way that they're letting anybody near him. That's why that's why I like everybody getting tested and getting rejected everywhere he fly. Stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Stuff like that. But let's keep it moving, man, because I definitely wanna um I don't want us to, to stall out. Um of course I want speaking of Trump, I don't know if y'all been watching his um his press conferences here lately, but dude is on some real hardcore voter suppression shit, man. <laughs> mainly mainly with the mail in uh ballots, bro. It's just like <laughs> this nigga talking about holding money from the post office so they don't have money. They he ain't talking about it. He doing it. Bro, that's bold, bro. How y'all let this nigga get away with How does he Damn. do it? Damon, Damon, you, okay. You, you, you can hire and fire people, right? Yeah. You have that power. Okay, so tell me something that you can't do out of the ordinary that's going to make you get in trouble. So like if you withhold somebody's paycheck from them, what's going to happen to you? Shit, be in a lot of trouble. The company be in trouble, not just me. Okay, look at this. This man is the president of the United States and got on air and admitted yeah. he admitted to voter suppression, bro. And you mean to tell me that didn't somebody didn't call Donald Trump and say, "Hey, man, you can't say that shit." That's a law, <laughs> civil rights act law in the '60s. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's literally terrible, and we have to understand. The language of racism, and we've always said this, the language race, they don't have to call you the N-word. They don't have to fly the Confederate flag. The fact is, we know vote is important. That's why we talked about the Freedom Riders last week. And we talked about, uh, uh, we've talked about how the KKK, if, you know, would go to your house and scare you from voting or the literacy test and made it hard for you to vote. So we know the vote is important. And so uh, the Republican conservative uh, notion is the fewer people that vote, the better likely that their candidate will win. And you know what I'm saying? That's just the facts. The more people who vote, like Obama, 2012, they said the most black people ever came out in 2012 in the re-election of Obama. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that is a, a language of the conservative trying to get to win. Yeah, it's all the electoral college. All these, there's all kind of different ways. The voter rolls, and if there's a a Chad Reese in, in Cleveland, they remove both of them because they think you registered in two different places. There's all kind of little tactics they do. Like nigga, it could be another Chad Reese over there in Cleveland. What do you mean? Yeah. How you gonna knock off both people? <laughs> he's he's so uh, flagrant with the racism, man. This is ridiculous. He got up there. He said if Biden and Harris were to be elected. Uh, for president and vice president, he was like, you might as well get ready for your suburban areas to be overrun by people and uh, 
your uh, property values going down. I'm like, come on, bro. If this ain't the most racist stuff that I've ever heard on TV, he's basically saying like black people are gonna move in your neighborhood and devalue your neighborhood and minorities. That's, that's basically what he's saying. See, that's why he say what he say because they know anybody gonna hear it. But now, see, like I'm people hearing that I'm, shit I'm, though. I'm, that's a, that's the best. That's the bad part. How many times you just listen to this dude, Trump, man? I can't even. Y'all go ahead, man. You can't help it. He's the leader of the free world. I mean, some of the stuff that he says is important. This you know world sucks. At least you got to pay attention. You got to at least pay attention. You're going to get caught sleep. No, I, I saw the snippet, and that was enough. For him to, come <laughs> on, man. The dude is crazy as hell. He's crazy. That dude is crazy as hell, bro. He this do whatever the hell he won't. He signed an executive orders that are unconstitutional after beating up Obama for that. Like, come on, man. What, what are we doing out here, man? It What's ain't man. He's consistent, though. His rhetoric, he's consistent all the way through. Yeah. yeah. Like Kanye. <laughs> but ain't even no dog whistle, though. That's the that's the problem. It's just like, he's just like, nah, fuck that. If if y'all let the, uh, this black woman and that white old white man in there, you're going to lose value on your house. I promise you. That nasty woman. That yeah. nasty woman. Why she gotta be nasty, dog? <laughs> Can they go to jail? I learned a lot. Of, I learned a lot. A lot how 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 white men shit on people. What they really think, you know, like because Trump ain't gonna just call you. He, he don't insult you like a regular, like how we would. You know what I mean? Yeah. He'd be like, bitch ass, or you know, he <laughs> says something. He'll be like, oh, she's she's nasty. <laughs> be like, damn, did you just call me? Like what? You know, people different. You know, worse to be called a whole ass nigga. Like for real, <laughs> I think I would rather be called a whole ass nigga. You're just nasty. Damn, what do you mean I'm nasty? Like I don't wash my ass after I take a shit. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he say something like mean. Like she's a mean, nasty. She's a bad person. She was <laughs> bad. Yeah, yeah. I I get this much though. I can tell you this much. He got worried about me and no damn mail-in voting because as soon as we able to vote early, I'm going to be up there the first day. I'll be at that masked up. I'm going to do my part. I, yeah. I'll take that risk with that Rona. Yeah. You ain't got to worry about it. I'm going to be there. Let's see if they could do like LeBron trying to do over there, man, and open up one of these stadiums. They can open up Austin, uh, UT Stadium. Let's go up in there, man, and vote. I'm going to double down. I'm going to have two masks on. Hey, so you this dude here. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> you just put your one mask on to go vote. It's gonna be motherfuckers out there with no mask on, man. Well, I'ma double down. You know how they used to say when you was little with them two rubbles, I have two masks on. <laughs> that shit don't work. They're making break. I know. I'm just playing. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Man. Just joking, man. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> All right, man, let's keep it moving. It should be a quick one, man. What y'all think about Dame Lillard and Skip Bayless getting into it, bro? They got into it for what? Yeah. Dame Lillard said he getting disrespected, man. <laughs> Dame Lillard dropped 61 yeah. points a couple nights ago, man. He said Skip yeah. Bayless disrespecting him. Why you hating on this? Hey, if you score 61 points and your team win, I don't want to hear no damn criticism. And, uh, nothing. Nah. I think he has a valid point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, now, you can't. Now, you gotta. You gotta win by more than three. You drop sixty-one. Well, no. Nah, come no, on. I'm just talking. I'm just talking about. Now, nah, his whole thing was he. He doesn't believe that he is as clutch as he should be for a superstar. Is that, that what you're saying? Is that what huh? the argument is? Yeah. 
Bro. Yeah, it's all about him being deemed a, a superstar. Just get back to a clutch bro. superstar. By the way, somebody said Dame is a. I'll be right back. Y'all go ahead. Go ahead. Did Skip Bayless play basketball? Did he play any sport? Nah. So he's he's, he's represented back to last year, though. And, and granted, granted, he 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 busted Houston's ass. He busted uh, Thunder's ass. Yeah. But but what did he do against Golden State? Oh, no, he disappeared. He disappeared in the fourth hey, quarter. Every single State, game. Man. Them light so skinned disciples gonna beat your ass. They was not beating go. I don't give a damn. Nigga, they could have gave Jesus his bro, bottle. They not win. <laughs> they didn't have Kevin, they didn't have Kevin Durant. What you talking about? They, they, was had, they had a chance every single game. The, the fourth game, they were up by six points in the fourth quarter. Going bro. into the fourth quarter was very close every single game. And what happened? I'm he not disappeared every I'm, fourth quarter. Bro. I'm not going front. I'm not going front, bro. I, I can't I like KD. I like KD. But I like those first Golden State teams, man, that had, had like Harrison Barnes on there. That's when they had some dogs on there that'll fight your ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. Dame, Dame Lillard by himself, bro. Come on, man. CJ McCullough, his back, his back messed up, bro. Like, yeah, come on, man. Let that man make it. Nah, he's baller, man. Skip always got some shit to say. Skip always got some shit to say, bro. Look at his face. <laughs> Look at Skip got a punchable face, bro. Like, as soon as I see Skip, I don't be wanting to hit nobody, bro, but I will hit Skip. I think if I ever met Skip, bro, I think you I'll- You hit nobody. You wouldn't even hit nobody call you nigga. Boy, stop. I know I ain't no nigga. I ain't forgot. But I, hey, ask, ask Wooten, ask Wooten. I got a Facebook status that say I would punch Skip Bayless in the face because I hate his face. And that was a long, I'm just, I don't like Skip Bayless' face, bro. I hate just, his face. Skip you know what he doing? Skip going to, D going straight to the bank. He's a shot for having 100,000 views tomorrow off of this. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to trip and fall into his ass and fall on top of him or something. Just, but, but, but Shannon's short. And I be thinking that. I be like, bro, Shannon, you too real. How you... How you don't feel like this man just be hating on certain people? And he, I remember what he was talking about when he met Skip. He was like, "No, he really thinks this." I remember Skip. I mean, and I know Uncle Shea ain't lying. He be like, "No, what he thinks about LeBron, he really thinks about LeBron." So what he thinks about Dame, he really thinks about Dame, and it's weird. And I can only yeah, it's do, weird. I, you know what I'm saying? Because it, <laughs> sometimes how he says stuff, he's be like, "Bro, you just saying that shit so you can be opposite of Shannon Sharp or whatever." Yeah, I really think Dame, you know, how many people, it's only maybe 10 superstars in the whole league. Everybody ain't a superstar. You know what I'm saying? And he boy got eight 50-point games. Boy, it's cold. I'm taking Dame over Kyrie. <clears throat> Ooh, that's a stretch. You take Dame over Kyrie? Yeah, I'm taking oh, him over. That's, that's what they was talking about today. Taking over that's Kyrie. A- that's a tough, hey man. That's a tough, that's a coin flip for me. Yeah, bro, that's a tough up, bro. We I'm going to take Dame just because of <clears throat> And that's kind of like what they were talking today. Look, look at the teams that Kyrie's been on. Whenever he doesn't play, what happens? That's right. The teams, the teams thrive. Yeah, I'm just man. saying. Man, that's true. He still got a ring, though. Know, he, bailed, he bailed out LeBron that last championship. He he got LeBron that, that yeah, man. I told you, Chad. Now. He was balling that series, though. That boy had 40 that yeah. game. Yeah, he was nice. He should have been the MVP. He should have been the MVP. Come look, on, man. We're going to keep this moving, man. Y'all about Don't to be a hater like Skip, <laughs> that dude. <laughs> Don't be like Skip, <laughs> <laughs> hey man, so what y'all think, man? No college football this year, man. What's going on? Nah, that ain't true. Big Ten. Nah, I was about to say, hold up, man. Big Twelve, man. Big Twelve, Big Twelve, and, Big 12 and SEC, please. SEC, SEC and ACC. Ooh, they already released the eight game, nine game schedule. 
they gonna do it, man. They gonna do it. And um, you know, Texas in the South, football is religion, and that shows exactly what happened. If you wanna opt out, they're gonna let you opt out. They're gonna need to increase uh the roster spots because niggas gonna get it. What about the um, what about the scholarships with those with those players that opt out? No, you can't do that. Fuck that. You can't, you can talk about a lawsuit like a motherfucker. My thing is, my thing is, unlike an NFL team who can just bring practice squad in, how deep are these rosters? You know what I'm saying? This is a scholarship uh, football team. So what happens when Trevor Lawrence gets COVID? It's like we ain't never seen a starter. In in in, in basketball, you can lose a game, you can go disappear and come back. In football, every game matters. Yeah. So what you gonna do when Justin Fields, Ohio State, like Zeke, somebody important, get it. That's why the season ain't gonna get taken serious because everybody ain't gonna play, but I don't care. I'm gonna watch every single game. Well, it's gonna be weird. No fans in the stands, though, man. I'm not real big on college football anyway, but. Oh, shit. Like, no fans in the stands? College is a lot better, man. Like, depending on the teams that play. Like, college, I, I like college sometimes over NFL, man, because, I mean, every every game counts in college. Motherfuckers will take, take a game or two off in the NFL, bro. But in college, man, it's a dogfight every game. Yeah. But this shit about to be like the replacements, bro. Y'all seen that movie? That's how it's about to be, bro. Because, like, boys are going to be opting out. They're going to have motherfuckers walking on the team and shit. Hey, hey, I might go out there, motherfucking man. With the people who walk out, I didn't think about that, Reese. There's people gonna opt out. You can't just go pull and pay a motherfucker on the couch millions of dollars. If he's yeah. not a football team, he's not a professional, where are you gonna get these players from? And you know what? They probably still don't care because they like, you I know what? Sign up. Go out there, get my ass drug around. Get that TV money. You talking about NFL, Haywood? I'm saying like the NFL, they can, they, you, I'm pretty sure they're gonna pass a law where you get maybe 10 extra uh, practice squad people. Instead of 53, maybe you can hold 63. They you know they out, they'll probably have more on the scout team. More on the scout the team. NBA? Yeah, you're probably right. They, I don't know, man. I don't know because I feel like if I was the NFL team, I'd be like, no, nah, I don't want them on the practice squad. I want them. I want more roster spots because it's inevitable. You know people going to get it. Yeah. So why are you going to maybe have a practice squad player who's not really getting that much reps? You know what I'm saying? They probably going to even practice a whole different way, first, second string, because they know people going to get it. <clears throat> well, how's I it going to be – How's it going to be structured in college, though? That, that's my whole thing. Is there going to be a bubble? Because if there isn't going to be a bubble, I mean, it's going to spread rampant. Yeah, it's going to be bad. No, it's, it's going to be bad, bad, bro. It's going to be bad. Hey, I got a suggestion, bro. Like, real talk. I was talking to my, my brother-in-law about this because the NFL commission needs to holler at the NBA commission because what I would do, no bullshit, check this out, right? <clears throat> Texas is the mecca for football, right? How many, how many college stadiums we have here in Texas? Like in 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 Houston alone, man, we got two U of uh U of A stadium and TSU. You know what I'm saying? Then all down I-35, Baylor, UT, Texas State, UTSA. I would create a bubble in Texas, bro. You probably you probably play. could you probably could get away with Texas for real. Yeah, college. I got on college all the college state all the pro got got the pro stadium right there. Two pro stadiums, Dallas and Houston. You got, you got UNT, you got SMU, you got Dallas Stadium. Frisco Stadium, TCU, that's at least five. Bring them to Texas. And then check out the, bro. But what's the difference, though? Texas, you, you, they're going to be in different cities. They might as well stay in the city that they're at. 
Well, it's kind of like a makeshift bubble, though. You can kind of control. central location for them, man, so they can just exit out that way. It, I mean, it, 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 it'd be the wisest thing to do, because check it out. If we took off four of us, right, if we were like ping pong, ping pong players and put us in this one motherfucking house, right, and we only go travel, we only go out when they take us out. They take us to the fucking stadium, we go play again, we go right back to the, right back to our stadium, right back to our homes. Yeah, go so back like, to Irving. Look at the Astrodome, right? The Astrodome is the perfect location because the Astrodome, <clears throat> they could turn that bitch into hotels. Turn it into hotels and then the fucking Reliant is right there, bro. So they can get a couple of games there. They can play like, like two games a day there. Take them down to Dallas. They can play like two games a day there. They can get 16 games a day, fool, if they did bro, it right. I'm pretty sure they're going to put all the athletes... If I was them, I'd be like, the whole team got to stay at a certain place. The Astrodome. No, I'm talking about like a dorm. Let's trade because everybody in football don't live in the same place. Yeah. But I'll be like, you can't go live with your own apartment in Longhorn Landing. You can't do that. And this this year I would do that. Now the only rebuttal to that or making me think maybe it could, y'all, when I was working for Amazon, y'all know it was like three times what a football team would be. And ain't nobody had COVID. They had always had stats on the whole place. And when somebody, they tested you every single morning when you get in, when you get back, and when somebody was hot, he was out of there. So I just literally just thought of that. Now, I know they're not, we were trying to keep social distance, but it's a shitload of people in a huge Amazon warehouse that now I guess they're not sweating on each other. But I mean, it it, it, it gives me hope that maybe this can work. They're going to test like a motherfucker. People going to get it. But fuck it, man. If they going to do it, let's try to watch the football game, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Bring them to Houston, bro. Bring can't them to Houston. Houston, Houston revenue. Texas revenue. Nah, they don't need to go to Houston. It's too much trouble in Houston. Damn Texas man. revenue gonna blow up. Put them boys, hey, put them boys in dorm rooms. The students ain't back yet. Come on, they can figure it out, bro. Go holla at Adam Silver. Adam Silver had this shit planned out to the T. Y'all know that when teams didn't have enough players, that they, they he allowed them to pick up more players, like the Lakers. That's how they got Deion Waiters. So much. Like I said, because yeah, they body NBA body in it. It's smart. Well, like the sidelines side gonna look like <clears throat> they practicing with each other. You might as well fuck it. If they got it, I mean, I don't know. What's the yeah. sideline gonna look like? I mean, hey, the sideline, hey, the sideline straight up. They can section off the seating on the sideline. Nobody fucking stand on the sideline. Everybody sit your ass down. Only person need to be up is the coaches any goddamn way. You know, hear the coach. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, if they're tackling, but if they're tackling each other, I mean, yeah, what's the point of it. social distancing? That's why I don't understand in basketball. It's like they're spread out on the bench. For what? He's playing defense. He's right up on the dude. You guys saying? Waiting on each other and everything. Yeah. This shit don't make no sense. It never does. That's why I don't trust any of this shit. The government's government's lying to you guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's keep it going, man. (laughs) That WAP, man. Ooh, that WAP. Everybody's like, what does it stand for? I'm trying to figure that out. You don't worship know what that means? Nah. Worship and praise. <laughs> this nigga. <laughs> if y'all don't know what we're talking about, man, Cardi B and Meg Stallion just dropped a song uh, last Friday called WAP, which stands for Wet Ass Punani. Vagina. Gucci. <laughs> hey, man. Twat. I dig it, man. I like the song, man. Now I wouldn't let my kids listen to it. But hey, I don't, I don't, hey, real talk. Game was over there I, twerking to that shit. 
when I saw you put that thing on there, I was like, man, I can't wait to talk about this because I know there's some real insecure brothers out there that don't really like this song, but I like it. I put a pen and pad, I take notes about what they were talking about, man, so you can try some of these things, man. <laughs> except, except, because Cardi, Cardi said something. I was, oh, spitting in each other's mouths. That's disgusting. I'm not yeah, doing yeah, it. Yeah, we'll do You know what I'm saying? But everything else is okay. <laughs> 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 I mean, for real, man. How are we going to get mad at them? How are we going to get mad at them for this song, bro? It's definitely controversial uh, because, you know, a, a lot of people are turned off by, like, I'm going to keep it a buck. I used to stay up late and watch BET Uncut. You know what I'm saying? Midnight As Love. we all. As we all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that song would not be on regular BET during the day. We're not. And, and then I thought about it, and they talking about Adina Howard. Man, go look at Adina Howard video, bro. It looked like PG compared to some of the stuff that's going on now. That shit don't even look. And then you go see how it used to look. You see how hyper, like how asses and big, like go look at Aaliyah. Go look at TLC. You know what I'm saying? Like they wasn't like super, I see it now, how goddamn it's ass and titties like everywhere. <laughs> I, went, I put it on this morning I put it on that Friday morning I was uh-huh. like oh yeah Trace this is here right here they got they got on one she said you better not take your ass go watch that video either <laughs> <laughs> like, oh you watched it already but, but, hell no but this is not- <laughs> <laughs> you get trouble like that hell yeah <laughs> I ain't ashamed of it I got into a nice little discussion with a friend of mine and she was like you know this is women in Power, man, you know, uh, men need to shut up, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, look, man, that, that may be the case. If, if you think that's women empowerment, cool, oh, okay. <clears throat> but um, some of the people's arguments, and I'm just built like that. When I, when I hear a bad argument, I try to find consistency. So I feel like if you, you can't say tip drill is bad, but WAP is good to me. You can't say that because it's the same thing. And so if yeah. you didn't like being ex- women being exploited when Nelly did it or when Pussy Poppin' with Ludacris did it, then how can you, how is it okay when Megan or Cardi B does it? Can you really say that? No, so okay. if, you, if you feel like it's an expression and you're just like, hey, we want to talk about how we like, like city girls, like city girls make music for like a, a mm. woman trapper. Like a a, a, a stripper a, a fight strip. music. Ooh. Yeah, well, a girl like a stripper, like how a nigga talking about hustling and trapping, and 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 and, and women they hustle different. They may strip. They may set a dude up for money. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a different type of hustling street music. My point is, when you you can't say one is good and one is bad when it's the same thing. So I'm just like, you need to change your argument. If you just want to say we want to express ourselves, cool. But don't be like, tip drill is misogynistic, and then what Cardi do it do it is not. And I'm like, it's the same thing. <clears throat> yeah, I definitely agree with that. I was like, which guy? I didn't, I didn't have an opinion either way. I was just like, hey man, I thought, I thought the song was dope. They say a lot of wild shit on there though. I, don't know. <laughs> I definitely can't have my kids. But see, that's like, that's what. So to me. The song, the song is good. I like the song, you know what I'm saying? I don't got no problem with it, but come on, man. I'm 80s baby, true and true. I done heard all kind of crazy shit. Facts. All kind of crazy, and not, <laughs> not just on rap. Y'all better go back and listen to them damn uh, blues songs, dude. They all them blues songs is about, about humping. Every single one of them. That should be funny too. 
But when it comes to like Cardi and them, man, like they they understand that it's a lot of power in that P. You feel me? And like they understand that it's a lot of men out there that know it's a lot of power in that P. That's why they be throwing that money on that P. Cardi was on the stage doing what she do. You feel me? She know this. So I'm gonna go out there and rap about my P because it's selling. You know what I'm saying? But like Cardi, Cardi is very funny, fool. She's a funny ass chick. I wish I could like uh, 24 hours with Cardi, just chill with her, just listen to her talk. She's funny as hell. You know what I'm saying? She's crazy. She's crazy, but like that's her. That's her. And she know this is what's this is what's popping right now. It's gonna push her. It's like it's not like Lizzo, like how y'all felt like Lizzo was like doing that shit for the likes. This is yeah. Cardi. That's, that's her personality. Yeah, that's her. Yeah, that's why that's why I fuck with her, man. Her and, and Megan, even though she did run trick pony, but I still I still did y'all see that video? Did you see that video where she was like, and, and this is not Cardi and Megan's fault. This is the industry fault. You know what I'm saying? So like people's getting mad at black men for you know what I'm saying, some of the songs. I'm like, yo, white corporate men, infrastructure owns hip hop. We don't own that. The only reason they letting y'all in is because they know they can make money off of your bodies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Now that they know they can make money off you, now they letting you in the door. Yeah, they gonna let but, you get off. They gonna let you get all that they stuff They gonna let off. you do what you do, because that's not them. You gonna listen mm -hmm. to top 40 music, and I'm saying this across the board. And I feel like I was never really, I'm not really on music like that with this overly talking about bitches. I'm like on Outkast, I'm on J. Cole. You know, I'm not on that type of music anyway. So Conscious I'm rap. Like I can be a I feel like I can be a a, a, a judgmental to so to speak because I don't want Remy watching that. I don't want I want I don't want that vibe to be like that. But I'm across the board. I don't want us to be talking about bitches. You know what I'm saying? And, and being misogynistic mm -hmm. for the men either. And I don't listen to that shit either. You know what I'm saying? I just stop listening to R. Kelly. Man, I fucking love R. Kelly. Man, come on, bro. That's my nigga. I mean, yeah. we, we, to lie, to lie, to lie, push play. Hey, what was getting me though was uh like the Ben Shapiro's of the world and congressmen, they were talking crazy about Cardi. It's like, yeah, but you sit there and listen to the whole damn song. You know what I'm saying? Well, I just want I, I just want Cardi and Megan to be able to express themselves how they want to be expressed. Cardi was on record saying. When I used to, when I would talk about other stuff, y'all was like, y'all didn't like it. So when I talk about, that's why I talk about my pussy all the time. Cause y'all seem to like that. And all I'm saying is, I feel like the women can only talk about that because they think that they paid into that hole. And I want to, I want it to be like where uh, Cardi B can tell me how it was growing up in the streets of the Bronx. Cause I, I'm, a, I like storytelling. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, yeah. I'm a video maker. So I want to hear about your life, Megan. I want to hear how it is getting over your mom and your dad. I want to hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't relate to having no pussy. You know what I'm saying? But I can be, uh, <laughs> I can relate to it being dope. My challenge, y'all, go listen to Lil Kim first album. Yo, bro, don't even tell she, me about that. Bro, she, no, 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 no. She got bars. She do, but she shitting on she people. Literally, bars, Big, Biggie wrote that shit though. That, I was about to say she. It, I mean. Yeah, it go hard though, you know what I'm saying? So, I, I just want if you want to talk about sex, cool, let's open up the spectrum so that's not all you feel you have to talk about. Let's get and that's real women empowerment when you can talk about your life story, you know what I'm saying? Talk about yeah. as a woman how you had an abortion, talk about how I mean, all kind of shit that you can talk about that women can relate to. So, Go listen I'm, to Rhapsody when I'm being critical of, of this song, I'm more so that. I want you to be able to talk about everything, not just this, as I would be for a dude. 
Yeah. But they got to do both then, bro. Like, at this yeah. point in time, right now, they have to do both. They got to rap that way and rap the other way on the same album. But in, until, hey, hey, real talk, Chris, until there is more people like us, conscious thinkers, you know what I'm saying? It ain't going to happen. But, it, but it's cool because you get that story, Chris. People like you get those stories. Because like, when you sit down with her, you ain't going to be like, man, so tell me, how'd you, why'd you go into stripping? No, you're not going to do that. You know what I'm saying? You're going to really want to know about our life, like how you just said. So when we get more people out here that's not afraid to say what we want to hear from people, it'll be easier. Hey, man, they doing something right. She got 84 million views at this point. She showed her, bo her booty hole, the whole booty hole out there, man. That's 84 million booty hole. That one. Yeah, can't show it because I was looking. Oh, I ain't see it. <laughs> hey, that's okay. Go look at her old videos when she's tripping. You hey, see the whole booty hole there. Right there come on. <laughs> you know, I see your daughter sitting in the background the whole time while you said the P-U-S-S-Y word. <laughs> yeah. funny, man. All across the board. <laughs> nah, nah. Shout, shout out to Cardi, though, man. I'm a, I'm a fan of Cardi. I like that album, that first album she put out. She got some good joints on there. And I quiet as kept, man, even though it was about what the song was about, Meg was getting off. Meg was really getting off on that. They song. got bars, bro. Did y'all think it was it was a real vulgar uh song? Have you not heard baby, baby, the baby songs? When he rapping about sex? The baby? Yes. Oh, no, I'm talking about for females. No, bro, that, that shit was pretty. I mean, yeah, that shit was pretty explicit, bro. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Nah, bro. Have y'all heard, heard of, uh, Lucille Bogan? Have y'all heard, heard that song, Shave Them Dry? I have not heard Lucille Bogan's my nigga, no. From 1930, <laughs> hey, from 1935, look at them lyrics. I heard yeah. worse, bro. We're seeing pornos. You said what? I said I've heard worse than uh, the, the Cardi and them, man, for real. Nah, this, this chick in 35, I got nipples on my titties, big as the end of my thumb. I got something between my legs and make a dead man come. Ooh. I fucked all night, the night before. Like, lyrics like that in 35, bro. Ooh, she got that fire. In 1935? In 1935, bro. Was there mainstream? Was there, was there who was she rapping to? Who was she singing to? Was that on the radio? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that was on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, it was over, it was over uh, what, 80 years ago? She <laughs> lyrics still gone. That shit wild, bro. <laughs> For a lyrics still hidden. Hey, go back in the house, son. All right, man. Well, let's get to let's get to our main topic, man. So, uh, of course, it goes without saying, man. Yeah, I, can, uh, I can go back in the house. Bye. I'm definitely happy that uh, Kamala Harris has made it as the uh, vice presidential pick, but it's definitely caused a lot of controversy out there, man. So, I wanted to bring it to the table for our main topic, man. How does everybody feel about Kamala Harris stepping into the VP role for uh, Joe Biden? I'm happy with it, man. I'm fine with it. My, descent, my, my issues with uh, I'm gonna say issues, Mala. You know that ended when uh, it ended when Biden like, give me that uh, office. Me. In terms of, you know, there was a time when you needed to be critical of them because they were all running for president. But once that shit ended and Biden was the dude, and Biden was the dude I was working with. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've, I've said before. Uh, in the chat that we need to understand the difference between an activist and a politician. And this is not Harriet Tubman, y'all. This is not Harriet Tubman. This is not Shirley Chisholm. This is not Angela Davis. This is a politician. That doesn't mean she can't do good. 
She does good through laws. She's not going to be picking it. She's not going to be in the front line of Black Lives Matter. But if you if you communicate to her and you hold her accountable, I think she's extremely more progressive than fucking Trump Pence. And that's really all that matters. Like, why are we even doing this, y'all? We're showing her how crab in the barrel we is as dang for. We're really showing that shit. Yeah. Talking about she ain't black, but Obama black. Man, she more black than Obama, damn near. <laughs> that was my biggest thing, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I found my place. I found myself in a place this week where like I felt like I had to defend her and I really try to like stay, you know what I'm saying? As far as like trying to, you know, find a fence of what people were seeing or finding myself in a position where I need to just like cape for for somebody just for anything, man. But it was just everything that they were putting out there was just egregious to me. It doesn't because we don't have that same energy for the other people, the white people um, that were counter to her when uh, when she was debating with them, like the Amy Klobuchar, the Joe Bidens, the Bernie Sanders, the people that actually put these laws and enacted these laws that she quote unquote enforced and stuff like that. When I started doing more research this week, like it was like more stuff was even discovered as far as like what she actually did when she was in those seats. And I don't think everybody's playing, you know, fair with that. Why are we always treating our sisters like they don't deserve to be or why are we holding our people like so much more accountable than other people? Well, I like to, cause um, <clears throat> I ain't had nobody say anything to me about Kamala Harris, not nobody. And the people that say all this ignorant shit, bro, like you gotta start thinking about the people that you got around you. Like, I really mean that shit about energy, bro. And like, I can feel it. And even if the motherfucker is in a whole nother state, bro, I can still feel it. Yeah, I can. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I, I see, I seen the guy that came out and had a piece talking about why Kamala Harris isn't really black, right? And to me, that has nothing to do with what the hell we're experiencing right now, bro. Listen to what I'm gonna tell y'all right now, man. If Joe Biden doesn't win, we're gonna have Trump for another four years. If you tell somebody that shit and they be like, yeah, man, but Kamala this, you gotta, you gotta get that guy, that guy out your life or that girl. You gotta get him out your life. Seriously, bro. What in the hell would convince a person to be like, yo, I can't fuck with Kamala or Biden when Trump is in there doing the most ignorant shit that we have ever seen in our lives? And he's the president of the United States. And you mean tell me that I have to come up with a reason to defend Kamala? Because that's what you're doing. You're literally defending Kamala for Trump. Because these people are, come on, there's no way in hell, bro, that I cannot not be a Trump supporter. And if something's going on on the other side, bro, like I told you, it's secret Trump supporters out there. And outside of that, it's just people that really just don't want to fuck with us. They really yeah, it's don't. It's people, like, they, put, they were putting crazy stuff out there. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to vote uh, this election, you know what I'm saying? Because Kamala, she's a prosecutor or... I, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a vote for Kanye. Like people are actually putting this stuff up. And I don't know if they're trolling or not. That doesn't matter. But the problem is that some people are actually looking at that and they're believing that stuff. You know what I'm saying? And like I have people, I have friends that are Trump supporters or white, uh, mostly white people. But when I put up, you know, for Kamala, like one of the people that's a Trump supporter, he was bold enough to jump on my page and call her a communist. So of course I'm false. And, and then he followed. Up, well, can you can you uh? And I'm not going to delete him because I'm not to his opinion. He followed up. She's a socialist. And then he sent me a, a DM on the side 
Like how, how can you as a Christian, you know, uh, vote for someone like Biden and Kamala Harris? And then he was like, you know, they're for abortion and, and gay rights. And I'm like, well, that's their, that's their, their walk. That's not, I get judged on what I do. The Bible says, judge not, or you shall be judged. He was like, well, you compromising is just as bad as a sin. So I was like, so what the hell are you doing? Are you compromising with Trump? Because I can give you a laundry list of shit that he's done that's uh, outside of Christianity mm. and the Bible. Are you compromising? And then he was stumped after that. He he left me alone after that. But it's just like, come on, man. And like people are saying stuff like, you know, she putting, she putting our people in jail because of marijuana. Like most, all those cases were dropped down to misdemeanors, didn't even make the docket in the courts. It's just like we. I will say, I have to Google that. Once you Google that, I'm like, hey, her, her job was a prosecutor. That was her job. Like, they kind of make it seem like she was a teacher, getting people to jail or something. Like, that's, that's, her, that's her duty. To kind of like have that's a tough job. Like that's all you do. You you sentence people. I don't say you sentence people. You make sure they're brought to justice for what they do. But uh, you know, uh, as far as being progressive, she's uh, she does has talked about wanting to lessen certain offenses. And I just think like she's she really would have been a great AG. Uh, if she, she was she was AG in California. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like the the whole AG. So I would. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. federal AG. Uh, to be the federal uh, attorney general, as opposed to you know like a uh, sessions or something like that. So at the end of the day, if you can have an issue with some of her past, at the end of the day, I I, I can be okay with some of that stuff. But overall, I feel like some of the things she's mentioned uh, since then, I feel like she's grown a little bit since then. Um, if we're going to argue on some stuff, argue on some policy. Let's not be arguing about her skin color, about the fact she has a white husband, uh, about the fact that her parents are Indian and Jamaican. Like, all these things are, like, so silly, you know, and you really show a little bit of your character, how ignorant you are, if those are your reasonings behind Kamala. At the end of the day, this is a black woman, y'all. We got a black woman as a VP. That shit is dope, man. Yeah, man. That shit is dope. Like, look, I don't say look, look how far we can because y'all yeah, know one thing that made me sad, y'all, is I was like, as much as progress may happen in America, there's always a counterbalance to that. Yep. Meaning, I don't said know if you, before, I don't I think you have Trump if he didn't have Obama. You know what I'm saying? And watch there be a counterbalance of all these Black Lives Matter things and so when things think, like, oh, we made progress, there's always something that goes on over here because them people got mad. That's why the Black Panther Party, they changed the gun rules. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they move the goalposts and they do different right. things. So I'm interested to see what, what becomes of this year and how racism and the bigotry transforms into something different than it is not now. It's going to be on some other shit that we're going to have to face. That's kind of sad because I'm like, dog, we ain't gonna never get to a play because we see how they dog in Kamala right bad, now. Bad, call dog, him call Nasty. I sent out that text. Man, y'all got that text of that Trump email say she's a nasty person. Man, they about to be on black women ass. Y'all saw how black uh, how Trump talk about black people, of uh, black women uh, reporting him uh, on on the when he do them questions. Oh yeah, he be he be yeah. Oh, so, bro. so we got to step up as a people, straight up. Like, shit, we got platforms, too, just like they got platforms. The only thing is, hey, they got the biggest platform where everybody can hear them. But, man, at the same time, bro, I'm tired of this dude. 
I'm tired. Like, do y'all realize that nobody ran against this man? He just automatically is the Republican nominee again. Like, just, I, just automatic, bro. Like, They're scared of him. Come on, man. Like, this dude tired of him, man. Like, I really wish that Kamala and Biden wouldn't get into a, a fucking food fight with this dude. What they got to now? I take I, I disagree with that, Chad. I think they got to bring the fight to him. They got you got to shine a light on some of the stuff that he's saying that you know is false. Yeah, just to kind of right? to have that stark contrast because yeah. he he's getting out there every day and he's saying the most outlandish shit you can ever say, and he's leading a lot of people down. And granted, the Trump supporters, so you can say, hey, you you get what you you know you get for listening to him. But at yeah. the same time, I'm, I don't have that spirit. Like, I want everybody to be okay during this time, despite what your political views may be. And I want you to have the right information. But it's just like, I, I, I and I hate to say, I, get, I got so frustrated with everything with Kamala because they say, oh, she's not a progressive. But a, a public defender actually came out and said she was one of the most progressive uh, district attorneys that they ever seen. Yeah. She had the back on track program for nonviolent offenders. So they can get jobs, stuff like that. That's a progressive agenda. She had the uh, coalition uh, to the exploitation of kids, stuff like that. Making sure that you know women that were getting caught um, with prostitution weren't getting prosecuted, but actually giving them a second chance to be, you know, uh, back into society and stuff like that, man. And I think that I, I just don't understand where it's coming from. Like all this, hey, it almost felt like it was like the Russian bias. Russian bias is activated. You understand where it's coming from or why it's coming from, bro? Because, like, you just Both. asked the question. You just said it, that the Russian. Bro, it's going to be all kind of interference going on right now, man. And it's going to take for people to, to see outside the bullshit. Because I'm, it don't matter, bro. I'm going to rock with them regardless just because we got to get this dude Trump up out of there. But at the same time, too, I really want to know what Kamala and Biden plans are. So let's get that. That's what I want to hear. Let's keep hearing that shit. They can go ahead and karate, karate kick. Donald Trump, but as soon as they karate kick his ass, let's start getting serious. Let's start right. getting serious. Bro, do you know she refused to seek the death penalty for a gang member that killed a police officer, or a decorated police officer in California? And then when she went to the police officer's funeral, Diane Feinstein, a Democrat, called her out, but she stood her ground. She should. Like, it's like, come on, man. Like, how y'all saying this woman is not for us? The truancy program. You know, that program where, you know, they were saying that she was locking up parents because their kids were not going to school. Zero parents got locked up. You know, but the parents that she was going after, the parents that weren't letting their kids go to elementary school. Well, then who's saying this stuff, though? That's what, if you go on Facebook, you just see it up and down, up yeah, and down like, the timeline. So, it's so crazy. Like, and they, it's our people, though. But That's, the, it, that's my problem. It's our people they, that's doing they getting, that. Dame, I'm going to tell you something right now, bro. I ain't Hot the hotel niggas. motherfucking weed. I ain't the sharpest we, you know what I'm saying, strand in the dispensary, bro. But I know some things, you know what I'm saying? And when I look at some people, like, who are these people? Where'd they get it from? Because I get a lot of my information from other sources, too, you know what I'm saying? It's not credited. You got to keep going and check that shit, too. So these people get their information just from any goddamn where, and they rock with it. As soon as they get it, they don't do no research, bro. I get, Dame, right now, right now, Dame, Chris, Jeremy, y'all said a lot of shit, right? A lot of shit. And do y'all know that 75% of motherfuckers that listen ain't gonna go research that shit? Because they're just gonna believe what, what we say. Because it, it's- It doesn't fucking matter. I was sorry. Well, they don't have to believe, they should lean on our opinion. Well, I think at this point, yo, this is what we got. Bro. 
bro. This is what we got. And again, we're looking for, we're renting politicians. This is not a lifelong activist. Exactly. This is a politician. You influence them. You tell them what you want. And then they're supposed to get it for you. This is not your mama. This is not a personality contest. Like, this is politics and the distribution of wealth, resources, and power through legislation. Exactly. So you ain't got to love Kamala. You know what I'm saying? But keep that head out your heart because you're really showing, like, a little bit about you. You know what I mean? How you feel about it. At the end of the day, we got to beat this man. Because I I firmly believe, y'all, if we had Hillary as a president right now, we wouldn't have... Maybe another 75, 80, 100,000 people will be alive today, y'all. Yeah. That's Who wouldn't even have coronavirus? Huh? Who wouldn't even have a coronavirus if he was a president? I don't know. I don't know about all that. What? A whole other plan. <laughs> we, we would have had the coronavirus, but we would have had a, a comprehensive plan to right. attack it. You know, we they wouldn't never, have 160,000 people dead. Butterfly effect. If, and if look how bad the, the leadership was. If they would have laid out a national plan when people got back to starting getting back normal, they wouldn't have turned up like they did Memorial Day. They would have been like, we're going to start shutting down. This is level A. And then we're going to go to B. This is what's restricted. And they, I just feel like it didn't come from the top. It came from different ways, different governments, different mayors. And so... Well, they, they had a national plan, plan, though. They, they huh? had a national... Well... They kind of had a national plan, but it was on the state to enforce that plan. Yes, and different people did different things. Exactly. So I always felt like the Wild Wild West, what I'm saying. I never felt like from the top, I had support. Of, of exactly. not only, because if you don't lay out what the next stage is after this one, when people get off of being restricted, they're going to just turn up and go fuck up all the shit they was doing. They're already so doing it. Lay it exactly. out. Right, I mean, you know. Um, yeah, that, that's just my only thing. It's like, so what's your other recourse? It's either going to be Kamala and Biden or it's going to be Pence and Trump. You damn sure don't want we Pence. We can't do that shit. Nah. Yeah, you damn no sure way. don't want Pence and Trump. So let's just rally our troops. Let's 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 form like the Avengers and get Trump ass up out of here. Yeah, it's plain and simple. Let's get ready, man. Let's try to, you know, if you got to vote by mail, vote by mail. We got to... Do what you got to do. Put your mask on. It's going to be worth it. Early voting is going to be really important. Okay. Yeah, big facts. Big facts. And uh, when uh, I need to get those dates again, too, because I'm definitely going to post them on the page. And we need to be big about that, man, because we got to. We got to, bro. This is just, it's ridiculous, man. What we going through right now, it Lock is up, crazy, bro. Lock him up, bro. Lock him up. That's just, that's, and that's the only reason why you're trying to win. So, you know, it's some damn handcuffs waiting on the other side of the <laughs> About to be over there with, with Epstein, fool. He out of here. You know what's going to piss me off, y'all? You know what's going to piss me off? Is they going to release his tax returns when he's done. And we're going to be like... He don't pay taxes. <laughs> so, no, it's going to be some <laughs> shit. It's going to be some shit there where they'll be like... And, we, and we're going to be like... Money uh, laundering? That's why we check. That's why we check the taxes. Money yeah. laundering? Anything, bro. If you want to see somebody... You know, I, I just have a problem when uh, 44 people had to show tax, not 44, but you get what I'm saying. 44 people had to check tax returns and, and he did. Like, that's the shit that bothered You know, me. that ain't gonna happen, though. That I don't shit think bothers me when you do different shit for different people. Just be the same. I hate oh, that. yeah. I don't think I was watching happen. House of Cars. I was watching House of Cars the other day, man. And it's crazy how it's <laughs> damn near similar to what's going on right now, man. I don't think you're gonna see his tax returns, fool. I think he's just gonna go away because 
his tax returns are going to implement a lot of other people and probably some people on the blue side. So they're probably just going to let that shit ride and just send him on his way. They're going to have to. I agree with that. He probably got day. You know, he played both sides of the fence. So of course he, he, does. he, he probably well, got cool some other with, people implicated. He's cool with the Clintons, fool. This is bullshit. He's cool with them. They got pictures and stuff together. They've been at Epstein Island together. Come on, man. Don't, don't believe the hype. Don't trust the government. <laughs> yeah, but no, that was my biggest thing, man. We just, we got to get behind our system, man. I, I even saw some people talking about AKA, because she's an AKA. I'm like, man, get off good. the Bro, that's get off the Because she's an AKA, they weren't going to vote for her? Yeah, they're not going to vote for her. Like, listen, man, Take we need to bro. vote off her. We need to vote for her just on the strength that she's part of NPHC. Bro, they wow. don't vote for her because she's an AKA? If you would have told me, if you would have told me, yo, first of all, if, if you would have told me as a black man running for president, I'd be like, I'm voting for him, right? right. Okay, so if somebody would have told me, yo, you got a, per, a a black woman from HBCU who's Greek and I'm Greek and you would have told me, I'm I'm voting for her. I'm no. voting for her, period. That's it. She needs some facts. So I'm, it needs to be, I won't say blind, blind uh, voting like we did with Obama, we didn't care. But y'all, the the vice president, and we need to bring that up next next um, next episode. The vice president is very important. When there's a tiebreaker, I'm not saying I got his name for the senator of the house. When there's a tiebreaker, yeah, the vice president breaks the tie. So when it's a locked up, when we gotta get some shit passed, y'all niggas talking about reparations and shit, and y'all talking about shit y'all want to do. Well, guess who's gonna be able to break the tie? Black woman, sister. You know what I'm saying? Who been turned up? Uh, at homecoming, yeah, you know? <laughs> and when Biden and when Biden get dementia, then go step into the role as a president. Kamala Harris. Hey, that's just <laughs> off. The, that's just off the strength. Even if it was, I, even if yeah. it was an alpha, I was like, just because he out part of the NPAC, I'm vote for him. Now he might be corny as hell. Well, then most somebody that actually said that, like somebody, like a, somebody actually said they're not gonna vote for her because she's an AKA. Yeah, man. I mean, I'll tell you, I've seen it all, bro. Somebody I, close I, to you said this. Not close to me. Not close but somebody to said it and you saw it. Yeah. I wish I was on one of your shit one day and saw that dumb shit. Because I really would say something. That's the stupidest fucking thing, bro. Because What are we in high school? It's a popularity contest, you stupid motherfuckers. We 40 yeah. and shit like that. You dumbass people. I'm sorry. I ain't went off not one time this show. I had to do it one time. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it one time, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Use that as a snippet. <laughs> it's, it's it's crazy to me, man. But now nah, I'm I'm rocking with my sister. Anything I can do to help, I will. I ain't getting out there knocking on no doors, but I'm damn sure gonna be. Uh, Why not, man? One put my Do fist. Up. Nah. Get let's get another one in there. Let's get uh, Abram. Let's get another sister in here. Let's yeah, get, let's get uh, Stacey Abrams. Let's get Keisha Lance Bottoms. Yeah, let's get them all in here. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Let's get them. That's the start. Who? Oh yeah, that's a start. Yeah, thanks. Are we? Hey, we should. Hey, real talk. Like, are y'all down with like getting a group together to go vote together and shit? I'm down. Not with the Rona. No. Well, we can't. We can't vote in the same. Oh, you know what I mean, anyway. bro. Like, you know what I mean. Get rally, rally, motherfuckers. Like to go on that day, and we're gonna be there on that day. You know. Yeah, what yeah we can pick a day. We can pick a day. And y'all want to help me? I'm, ma- I'm telling you, I'm making a video, a political satire video, and I need actors. This is a different chance that I'm talking about. So yeah, look, I already got it planned. That's messed up. You ain't, you ain't even asked your boy. You yeah, don't even know what type of acting skills I got. That's 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 messed up, though. He told us about it already, Jeremy. 
We nah, he ain't asked me. He asked Chad. He even asked me. I know who I want y'all to be, though. Good. <laughs> man, that's messed up, man. I could be a lead role, dog. No, you cannot. <laughs> Bullshit. I bet you I'm a better actor than you. <laughs> well, hey, you see that? Just because you said that, let me know. <laughs> but no, we do that. You don't try to put yourself over me. I don't care if you're a better actor than me. But guess what? He picked me. <laughs> No, that's for something different because I need somebody this nigga here. Very uh, controversial. Yeah, Jeremy, I don't know. Jeremy, you can get you up in there, man. You can get some acting in that bitch, man. Go in there and make a call for the females. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Nigga for <laughs> this guy here, man. Hey, right, man, before we cap it off, man, y'all got anything else y'all want to add, man? No. Vote. Vote. Yeah. Don't be ignorant. Don't be ignorant, people. Please don't be ignorant. You got, you got the VP y'all asked for. Please don't be ignorant now, nah, man. Like, please don't bash the sisters. Please don't bash the brothers. Please don't bash each other, man. We got to come together, because otherwise, four more years of Pennywise. <laughs> and we don't That's want That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pennywise, the dancing clown? Yeah, I no. know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, yo, man, it's been another episode of the Why Not Us podcast, man. Y'all keep liking and subscribing. Tell a friend or tell a friend. Love y'all. Peace. Peace. Peace out. Peace out. Deuces, deuces, deuces.